There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. We will not have Phil and Judd on today because this, we extended the week to one more week of doing the, uh, doing the show at whatever time. But, yeah, so they will not be on for the next four days. And then starting next week, they'll be back on with us. That'll be good. Mo, definitely. I got meetings all afternoon to talk about. I got to lock things in. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, looking at the headlines in the Star Tribune, uh, plea negotiations underway in Minneapolis crash that killed five people. Restaurant News Centro owner opening a new kind of dive bar northeast. What's Centro? Cent- oh, oh, it's, it's great. Where is Tacos, it? it's over... <clears throat> Um, in Northeast, North right e- down the street from Bauhaus. Yeah, it's I don't know what street it's on. It's like tucked behind, like railroad tracks, kind of. Um, Summit know, Brewing's office. also over there. It's like yep. on the same street as Summit Brewing. I think Earl Giles is over there too. Yeah, that, yep. they're across the street. Yep. So Centro, I should go to Centro. It's yeah. kind of pricey for a taco, <clears throat> but they're phenomenal, and it's a really fun party environment. Margaritas, all that stuff. It's yep. funny you bring that up because a great taco is phenomenal. Bad taco is horrendous. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. No. It's either phenomenal or okay at the best. I totally agree yeah. with you. I live in West St. Paul, so I'm a little spoiled. Oh yeah, West St. Paul is phenomenal. Ooh, oh yeah, Taqueria and Madre, Taco and Madre. I always say Taqueria and Madre. Mm-hmm. Their their chorizo and is the best I've ever had. The hammock, their tortillas. Doesn't that mean and your mother's a taco? <laughs> if it <laughs> tastes good, you taco to and mother and. Oh, and yeah. no, I thought you said. Taco. Your taco mother's a taco. Madre. I like, I, I taco like that name madre. instead. That's a much better name. No. Taco Your mother is, is mother. a taco. <laughs> Your mother is a taco. I like that. That works for me. Yeah, but there's a cheap platter. It's so good. But West End, well, Mike Molina, my friend I was talking about earlier, he lived right over there in that neighborhood. And mm-hmm. my God, we'd go over there. The food was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You don't love that area, cops. Cops love to eat in that area. Yeah, they do. It's hilarious. But the food's all really good. That's why. Yeah, El Burrito, too. It's El Burrito's really good Fantastic. As well. Now we am hungry. Way to go. You've ruined my life. <laughs> hey, it's Stephanie Hansen's my mom. I always got food stuff in my back pocket. Oh, I suppose, mm-hmm. yeah. That'll happen. So how's your dad doing with the book? Everything going well? Yeah, you know, everything's going fine. We're not officially in our book tour phase anymore. Um, but oh, okay. we do a lot of fun library gigs that are fun to just, like, engage with. Uh, Some people who have questions about the book. And, I mean, some radio hosts are lovely enough to have us on to chat about it. Um, Who? 
Uh, that would be, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's the Tom Bernard Morning Show. I was Pain on it last week. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it's just pub- publishing. There's not a lot of money in it. Um, yeah, not anymore. There isn't. Yeah, no, not, right. not for the writers. Nope. So that's, that's the rub of it. But um, in terms of success, it's always like, will this get me a next book? That's really right. what mo- where most writers are. Is like, is what I'm doing successful enough to keep me writing? And that in particular is true for him. Um, it's not really, I'm not writing a book right now, but. <laughs> Isn't it amazing though how artificial intelligence, the net, uh, you know, the internet has changed life to the point where other than news, local television has disappeared, that newspapers have just disappeared. I mean, even the Star Tribune now is what, like three pages long? There's just nothing left to it. I, if they stopped printing it, it would have no effect on my life. No. I, I get the not... digital edition. The digital edition is good. Uh, we, I get that for the show, yeah. It's true. Yeah. I, I right mean, we're actually that. lucky here in Minnesota. I mean, you were talking about how we have excellent markets in Minneapolis, the yeah. Twin Cities in yeah, Chicago. And I think it's about self-sufficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have a community and business prospects that support these industries being insular, being mm-hmm. here rooted in Minnesota. The same can be said about publishing. We're one of the only places that has, you know, publishing houses that are making money anywhere outside of L.A. or New York. Yeah, I just, you know, the the world has changed so much over the the last couple of years, and it is because of uh, digital. There's no question. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. the streaming thing. AI. I mean, there's no reason to to tune into, uh, other than watch the news, everything. Yeah, AI is a huge part of that is the, 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 all the streaming stuff now, you can watch whatever you want to watch, whenever mm-hmm. you want to watch it. There's no, hey, it's 7 o'clock, let's tune in The Simpsons. It's just not like that anymore. Oh, I do. Yeah. And Family Guy's uh, running a new season right now. Are they? Yeah, yeah. I watch it when Out- it airs. Yeah, well, I mean, outside of, like, live sports or, like, award show type things, there's not really appointment television because, like you're saying, you can, oh, I'll just right. watch it when I get home. I'll stream it whenever. I'll right. binge watch a whole season. Like, there's, yeah, there's it's, no. It's true because it's not like I'm going out of my way to always make sure I'm sitting down to watch, like, Family mm-hmm. Guy when it premieres. I'm right. like, oh, if I don't catch it, I'll get it on Hulu tomorrow. Yep. All right, let's change the focus to sports and the Twins playoff roster because the Minnesota Twins have uh, six more games starting tonight, going through Sunday. And then do, do we have the – the time of our first uh, game, do we? Do you know when our first? Will it be Tuesday, maybe, for the playoffs? For the playoffs, yeah. Uh, let's see. I can look it up here. I mean, I wouldn't think they'd have them playing the very next day after the season ended, but maybe they do. Maybe there's so many teams in the playoffs now that they have to do that. I'm not really certain, but there's an article in the Star Tribune this morning: Twins playoff roster, who makes the cut, who gets left off. How'd you like to make the playoffs and then? Sorry, but we cut you from the team. <laughs> like, oh man. Wouldn't that piss you off to no end? Right. Yeah, especially you go through the whole season. Yeah. And you probably contributed because there's a lot of injuries and people miss yep. games. And, yeah, now like you're just we're going to leave you at home for this one. What do you got, AJ? They will. Uh, they don't have an official, like, set time yet, yet. Just because okay. of matchups aren't, I guess, cemented for everybody. Right. I'll figure out what day it's set to start, though. We don't have we don't have uh, an opponent yet, right? It's going to be it, Houston or Seattle. It it's looking more and more like it's going to be the Astros. Yeah. Yeah, and Houston's a pretty good team. Yeah. I mean, that's the one problem with them being the other team is they're pretty good, actually. Oh, God, last time we played them. They're nowhere near as good as the last time we played them. They slaughtered us last time. It was not pretty. <laughs> but what are you going to do? All right, will Royce Lewis be healthy enough to play, even if he can only the, uh, be the Twins' designated hitter? What about Byron Buxton? 
and which Twins pitchers make a smaller staff for best of uh, three playoff series? Well, you got two phenomenal. You got a lot. You got some good starters, but you have two phenomenal starters, and they can pitch every game because you pitch. The next guy pitches. You get the day off, and then you can pitch again because it's three days later. So you only need two good starting pitchers in the playoffs. Yeah. I well, mean, at least for the first round. Yeah. Right? At least yeah. for the first round. And that's really what all we're focused on doing now is getting out of that because that's something. Well, we haven't even won a game. In 18 tries. 18 tries, baby. Yeah. Most of that's New York, too. The Yankees, isn't it? Yeah. Most of it's the Yankees kicking our ass. October 3rd is the first day of the MLB playoffs. That's Tuesday, October 3rd. Yeah, so it is Tuesday. I thought thought they'd take Monday off. So it is October 3rd. Yeah, that's next week. It is. It's a week from today is the very first playoff game. Well, and maybe I'll watch it. Playoff baseball is amazing. Like oh, for how's wonderful. like it is the regular season used to always get kind of the slow, boring rap. Like playoff baseball, it's kind of like hockey as well, where it just it gets ramped up to a whole. Yeah, other baseball level. is not my sport, but when I watch it, I'll, I'll catch an occasional playoff games, mm-hmm. and it is more fun. But I that I you know baseball just becomes to a point where it's all about like the dynamics within the obvious stuff. Yep. And I do not have the patience to learn about it. Yeah, football, I'm all about it. Hockey, sure, but yeah, baseball, I'm, I, uh, you have to be drunk to enjoy it. Is all I can you ascertain. You have to be drunk to enjoy it. I very I, negative. You're going to get some emails about that. <laughs> not about you. Here's one thing that I'd love to do is I, you know, look, there's a long story about who's going to be on the. There's no not going to be anybody eliminated that you didn't want eliminated. They're all going to be on the roster. So there's yeah. really no reason to go through the roster. No, there's no surprise cuts. No, like no. it's not like the preseason or anything like that. Yeah. Now, so we'll do we'll do a couple of comments. I love the comment section of sports. Yes. Don't you? Yes. They, I, I am an expert at this, and I know more than anybody ever. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Toby in Stillwater checking in from his couch. Listen, <laughs> all of us that work at Dairy Queen. Hey, I love Dairy Queen, but let's leave the baseball up to baseball people. What do you say? I played baseball in high school, only gets you so far. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Oh, my God. Truth be told says, leave Buxton off the roster, send him home for the year, tell him to show up to spring training for evaluation on his ability to contribute. Boy, they're going after him hard. He does get hurt, but he plays hard. That's why he gets hurt. Yeah. And in his case, he kind of went from being the favorite, and then Royce Lewis shows up, so now people can throw oh, a little yeah. bit more hatred because we don't oh, need him yeah. as much because, yeah, we've got this other guy that's great. Well, the next next comment, Nero Wolf. Oh, Nero Wolf, really? Is that your moniker? <laughs> it's your God-given name. Yeah, your God-given name. Uh, keep Buxton in bubble wrap. They do not want Buxton on this team. The issue is that when he's healthy and he's on, he is one of the most exciting players to Absolutely. watch in baseball. The, but the problem is he's made of glass. Mm-hmm. And he when yep. he and when the struggles that he's had this season, like he is the clogged drain to the like to the batting order. It comes to him and it just grinds to a halt, and there's just no offense. My God, if this this is the third one. SF Giants, if this team is smart, and they usually are not, you will leave Buxton. It doesn't say Buxton. It says (laughs) Buxton. You'll leave Buxton off the roster. So if you're going to really mess with someone's life by saying don't put him on the team, you might want to know what his name is. Or (laughs) did they purposely spell it bust because that's like if somebody's a bust, yeah, they're Uh, not a good player. I think they did it on purpose. I think they're trying to get a little little, punny. A little tongue-in-cheek. Oh, that's lame. (laughs) That makes me sad. 
you lose value as an athlete when you can't keep yourself healthy. That's oh, just true. the reality. That is true. It's hard. Uh, Bobby Nightingale is a keeper. Give him a raise and assign him to help out uh, on Wolves coverage. What are they talking about? I assume he's a play-by-play <laughs> guy. Bobby Nightingale is he a play-by-play guy? Did like anybody covers you know? the team? Maybe I don't know. I never even heard of the guy. I remember the song. I was going to suggest Nightingale. And all of a sudden, a Wolves coverage. What? We're talking about the World, or not the World Series, but the playoffs toward the World Series, and you're talking about the Wolves? I don't know if you ever noticed this, but the Wolves suck and always have. But, Tom, they just un- they... Uh, revealed some brand-new jerseys, and that's got the people Oh, that'll take up. care of it. That team has sucked from day one. No. They have, too. They've never they... won a damn thing. When they had, back in the KG days, they were good. Oh, Kevin Garner. They had, a couple, they had a couple of runs. No, but he, oh, God. from everything that I've heard about him or seen him do in the public eye, he seems like not the nicest person. Oh, <laughs> that would be very accurate. There's I did a no meet and greet with him. It. I, like, shook his hand. I think there's a signed yeah. something somewhere. And I'm sure, yeah, and I'm sure with, like, most fans, he's probably fine. But there was one game where he was mic'd up or the mics caught it. And he, there's a, what's it, alopecia when you don't have yeah. hair? And so there was Charlie Villanueva was on the other team, and he has alopecia. And Kevin Garnett. Really? Yeah, and Kevin Garnett goes, you look like a cancer patient. And <laughs> Oh, was like, yo, Kevin, you can't say that. That reminds me of the Wilt Chamberlain story. Tom, have you ever heard this? I don't, I don't know. I <laughs> which, loved Wilt Chamberlain. Which Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> story? He, yeah, he, him true. and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were like at some like press conference thing, but they have to take the elevator up to meet some executives. So mm-hmm. they hop in the elevator, and there's this, you know, this guy, whatever, and he looks up like, you know, they're tall. It's Kareem. Mm, it's Kareem. And, tall, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's going, oh, how's the weather up there? Oh, of course. And Kareem goes, or Kareem says that without hesitation, hesitation, uh, Wilt looks down at this guy, spits on his face, and says, it's raining. Oh, (laughs) my God. That's a little harsh. Also a little funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of funny, because it wasn't my face he spit on. He's kind of funny. God, that's terrible. He spit on the yeah. guy. Spit in on the, the guy. Oh, my God. If someone ever spit on me in public, I'd probably just see red, and yeah. I wouldn't see normal color again, and maybe a couple hours later. Oh, I would have to agree with you on It'll that. It'll be a mile down the road and covered in blood. No question about it. So, uh, yeah, well, we got the twins coming up. We found out a week from today, so looking forward to that. Um, it's not going to be an easy road. That's all I'm saying. They're, no. The way these matchups look, they're going to play the toughest of the tough teams, it looks like. Let me ask you this, because this is, I think, the biggest conversation amongst Twins fans. Would you be satisfied, Tom, if they just won a single playoff game? No. You want more? Yep. Get after it. Go out and win. Let's go. Right? I right. agree. You I got. Agree. You definitely have to start somewhere, though, so I think one. I know. But it just shouldn't You're be right. also. It also shouldn't be a massive celebration just for winning one. No, not for winning one. We don't throw a parade down Hennepin. Like, (laughs) let's win the series should be the focus, but we should also be happy that we won one. And with baseball, do we get, since we're going to be the higher seed, I assume we get two home games, correct? I believe so, yeah. So, yeah, so they should, theoretically, should win this series. They're getting every advantage. Should with an oof. (laughs) Are you going one and three? They win the first one and the third one? Probably. But then it's like just the Minnesotan in me goes, once we get to game three and it's 1-1, it's like, oh, we're probably going to lose this. I'm going to take you right in the shorts, unfortunately. 
Yeah, I, I, it makes me nervous. I've been a long, lifelong Twins fan, obviously Viking fan. Vikings let me down to the point I hate <sighs> their guts now. It's horrible. God, that team sucks now. What? The Gophers and the Vikings, how can they be that horrible? It, They're terrible. Gophers have always sucked. We can't source talent like the other well, teams can. Well, there was can. 1961 when they won the national championship. Oh, 1961. <laughs> yeah. Back before kids could actually travel for college. Back before your grandfather was even born. <laughs> Unbelievable. Isn't that sad, though? You look at it and think, really? <laughs> hey, it'd be yeah. great if the Twins could win one game so they'd be 1-18. I remember it was a massive deal even when they had a local high schooler because a kid from my high school got uh, drafted to the Gophers, oh. and it was like the first local like kid to play for the Gophers' first season in uh, like 20 years or something stupid yeah, really? well there was a, there was a stretch where like all the top talent in minnesota high school athletics were going to other schools and it was always like a lot of them would go to wisconsin or you know get recruited to out of state schools and it was like yeah you can't keep why wouldn't your own you state talent i mean i if i would grew up here especially you know 20 years ago like i wouldn't have went to Minnesota. Well, and what's the pressure? You're 18. You're supposed to pick a school that's supposed to like set you up for the rest of your life. You want a good right. record. You're not going to choose a team that doesn't have talent, support, administrative goals long term. Yeah. Like, because you're not going to be 18 and be like, I really want to play for the Gophers because I'm a home team guy and mm. I want to change this team for the better. Like, where is that person? Just do it. <laughs> no. Do you think they have any chance of, of advancing? The Gophers or the Twins? Twins? Yeah. I don't know. I was going to ask you, do you have hope for the season? Because it's been very much so up and down. And we're good. And we really suck. up we're and good. down. We suck. <clears throat> but it does remind me of the 87 team that did win the World Series. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I hope they do. But this team reminds me a lot of that 87 team that did win the World Series. They, it went seven games both times, I think, in the, in the, you know, the AL championship and then the overall baseball championship and won seven games both times uh i was very very exciting i'll tell you that it was wonderful and i think this team is as good as that team yeah i think yeah it's just can you put it all together i feel like especially uh, now with royce there's more positivity what the Uh-oh. hell was that <laughs> no idea who that even would be god it's in your this... chest pocket too is what just immediately into <laughs> yeah, the mic even worse <laughs> It was but, even worse. Yeah, no, I God, think there's that was loud. Yeah, and it was it was so <laughs> yeah, loud. Now it's off. And I know that that's not even close to my ringtone, but my initial reaction is like, oh my gosh, that's my phone. I must have some Same weird alarm. I thought it was like a station yeah. buzzer. I was like, well, um, did we miss a commercial? What? Yeah. Okay, full disclosure. That was Kevin Garnett. Yeah, he said, I heard what you said. <laughs> Listen, you son of a bitch. I heard you talking about me. <laughs> if he if. If we, if he like was listening to the show and was like, you know what, I'm waiting outside the studio for you, I would not leave the studio. I, oh I live, no, I live here now. Yeah. He's a big fella. <laughs> yeah, There's no doubt about that. But no, getting back to the Twins, I think that it's more positivity locally, like as far as coverage of the team goes. So I mm-hmm. hope that that can kind of get into the team and they go in expecting to win and not with like a kind of the oh hum, we never win anything. We had a down season. So I hope that yeah, the positivity from the fans can infect the team and I hope, win a series. I hope so. You know, you just reminded me of another, another Kevin Garnett story. 
It was a true story. There was a, there was a dealership out on 169 and about Bass Lake Road. I don't remember what kind of car it was. It was a beautiful car, though. It was really, really nice. And I went into that shop to buy one, and they didn't have one in stock. And I'm like, well, God, that, they're making tons of those. Why don't you have any in stock? said, you cannot talk about this on the show. I said, okay. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Well, yeah. that, was, Statute of limitations. that was like 20 years ago. That yeah. was, that's okay. <laughs> he said, the reason we cannot sell you a car, because Kevin Garnett was in here and bought 27 of them and gave one to each one of his people. I've, I've heard that story before. 27. That's... But I got nothing yeah. out of the deal. <laughs> That's the real answer to the story. Right I, th- there. I think it was like for all of his like crew it and was. like his family. It was and everything. So it was like a good, good gesture on him. But... So you heard that story that I got screwed. That's I didn't know, that, I didn't know that you were involved in the <laughs> but story. Now... But that's the cherry on top, I think. For... <laughs> and now it is, yeah. But now you got Dougie Sprinthal hooking you up with that sweet uh, Mustang. Yeah. baby. Oh, yeah. A- absolutely. Now we're talking. I do love that car. That Mustang's phenomenal. Why are they having such problems with, with electric vehicles now? I've had three of them in my life, and I liked all three of them. They were great. Yeah. What, what problems are you talking about? Uh, they're having a bitch of a time selling electric cars right now. Nobody There's, wants to buy They're too no. expensive. Oh, I see. The price is starting to come down on them. And, like, oh, okay. when kind of when I work selling cars, people just have that negative stigma of, like, well, it's, you know, what happens if, you know, they come up with the worst case scenario of why not to buy one or they go like robots are going to take over the world. Like there's people just are they weird. Already with, have, so. People are weird with like electronic advancement and technology. We now have subscriptions for heated seats. I think electric cars are the least of our worries. And then like you have to pay. Sorry, you have to pay a subscription for heated seats. Oh, yeah. That's something in the new Beamers. You have to pay like a subscription fee monthly or yearly to maintain the software access to your heated seats. We are in the worst. (laughs) What is happening? Because we're now in a phase too where you can put things in a car with software blocks Mm -hmm. so we can equip every car with top of the line equipment charge that we equip them with top of the line equipment. So there's like, you can't just get like a lower model car anymore, but we're still going to charge you extra money to use those features. I mean, that's even like with Tesla, you can get like the full self-driving. All it is is a software update. So once you pay the extra $2,000 or whatever it is, they hit the button. Now you have access to it in your car. You don't have to go get a new car. They just, it's like updating your phone. See, that's unnerving. I, I feel like you should have to go get a new car. Honestly, <laughs> 27 cars he buys, so Tom yeah. gets none. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry he about just me. left the dealership and went and got a bus pass because yeah. <laughs> I had to walk <laughs> home. Cars, yeah. I had to walk home the whole damn way. I have to read this headline. I have not seen the story, but the headline is intriguing. I will say that. Mm. This is from the Star Tribune. The headline reads, Aging but dangerous women of Minnesota produce a nude calendar. Aging but dangerous? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I'm... Oddly intrigued. I, yeah, me too. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> like, me too. Because I want to know, like, how aged are they, and like, how dangerous are they? Like, are they, do they, like, are they a part of like the mafia? Do we have? Okay, here's the one first picture. She doesn't look dangerous. Oh, yeah, look dangerous. definitely aged. Keeping but not it dangerous. tight. You can't really keeping what tight. That's kind of negative. <laughs> it's it's not negative. That's that's a positive. That's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, hey keeping now. it tight is like you you know. That's very tasteful for for her. I think like the flowers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How to, 
<laughs> really is. Like it's, it's, not, it's not like she's just naked, full eagle out on the thing. She's, got, she's covered up. Isn't yeah. it kind of tough, though? Some kid this morning is looking at the Star Tribune site, and he's going, Grandma. Oh, that's what I, yes. <laughs> Grandma, what are you doing on the Star Tribune website? <laughs> Some kid is dread, like dreading going to school today. That's why I'm oh. so excited for The Golden Bachelor. I'm going to watch that. You're fired up. so pumped. Do you know about this? Yeah. Well, isn't one of the ladies from yeah. Minnesota? Yeah. And it, we think she gets pretty far based on the shooting schedule of when the crew was here. Okay. So I maybe like it's it. worth watching for that. Jean Ketchum is 83, but she doesn't look at it or act it. Uh, between her chic bob haircut, bold jewelry, and plans to hit the pickleball court. God, pickleball <laughs> is blowing up. My God, everybody. Have you tried that yet? Yeah, I went out and played uh, for the first time on Saturday. How'd you like it? I need to get a lot better. <laughs> Let me put it that way. I need to get a lot better at it. Catherine's good at Catherine's good athlete. She take it easy on you or no? No, uh, no. <laughs> I, no, she didn't. I not. respect that though. She doesn't she takes no prisoners. Oh no, no, there's no prisoners. You're absolutely right about that. It's just not fair. I would have never married a woman that tall and that athletic had I known she'd make me look so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my girlfriend's six feet in heels. It scares the bejesus out of yeah, me. Yeah, that's Catherine, too. Oh, gosh. Catherine's 5'11 without heels, so there you go. Yeah. But, you know, back in 2008, the Minneapolis grandmother co-founded Aging But Dangerous, inviting women 50-plus to daring social events like skydiving and education sessions on taboo topics like hitting the sheets after 50. Well, after that's nothing anyway. 50's not even old anymore. Are you supposed to give up on sex when you hit 50? Yeah, 50. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, Sorry, no, I, I just uh, hit 51. I'm retired. Yep. <laughs> I mean, 90's the new 50. I mean, back when it was 50, people were getting old. Like, well, I do remember it in, in Grapes of Wrath when they're in the pickup truck and grandma's in the back of the pickup truck going along and one guy looks at the other and goes, I'm really worried about grandma. I'm very worried about Grandma. You know, she's 55. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, is that how old she is? She doesn't yeah. make it. Grandma doesn't make she it. She doesn't make it, and, she, and she's 55. So the guy was right, but these days, like, 55, that's it? You're, like, halfway home, man. Uh, Post-pandemic, Ketchum is uh, relaunching the group by releasing a tastefully nude calendar featuring its members by upping uh, the ante on Martha Stewart's swimsuit-clad magazine cover. She's challenging the idea that uh, women over 50 are past their prime. Women over 50 are not past their prime. That's a ridiculous argument for anyone. Well, maybe this woman is. Just kidding. Look at the top. Well, I'm not showing the woman, so and I it was a joke anyway. No, I know, I know. That's well, everybody's great, but not you. But everybody else is yeah. great. So why a nudie calendar? One of the biggest reasons for the tastefully nude calendar was to show women that this is not always about their bodies, that it's about their attitude. With the right attitude, you can conquer the world. Yeah, I mean, I'm in one of those situations where Catherine is, I can say she's eight years younger than me. Catherine is 64 years old, so she's 14 years past 50. And if anybody thinks she's over about 45, I'd be shocked. Yeah, she... Very youthful Does Yeah, she doesn't look her age at all. No. And that attitude of hers is even worse than being... (laughs) So, you know, that's one of those deals where it just gets worse by the minute. You know what I mean? No, I, I think it's great. Aging, but da- why? It doesn't say why they're dangerous. They never did say why they were dangerous. Well, I think well, they said because they were going skydiving. So yeah. they're like doing oh, like so that's more. Dangerous, yeah. yeah, I've like, never done that. Is it dangerous? 
I think if you're jumping out of a perfectly good plane and the best case scenario is mm-hmm. you live at the end of it, then yeah, it's probably pretty dangerous. Have you done it? No, and I'm not, I'm not I'm jumping not. out of a perfectly I will, good plane. I will live my whole life happily saying, I don't need to do that. No. It I was, could see that, yeah. Right. Like, because what ruined it for me, I saw there was a video, like, because you see the accidents all the time, and I saw one and I was when I was younger, and it was just like, yeah, I'm not. All those videos that we watched when we were 10 that we should not have watched. No. Oh, my gosh, yeah. The get banned and put in jail now for my browser history from Ugh, yeah but no that's it's too high uh, why would i do that i've done a lot of like exciting adventurous things like with skiing i've mm-hmm. i've peaked like some pretty intense stuff and like skied some pretty cool things scuba dived and never once have i been like i want to jump out of a tiny cessna and hope i reach the ground right right with right. a stranger strapped to my back yeah and that's we gotta trust the stranger. They don't really t- they don't want you pulling your own ripcord. Yeah, nope, I'm out. This could get good because I just I have not seen him yet, but I'm about to click on the comments on the article. Oh, this, yes, this is gonna be yeah. you're gonna lose all faith in humanity. Am I? I'm gonna hate everybody <laughs> after yeah. I read so this. So mean. They really are. Leave mean. these poor old ladies alone. All right, here we go. I, I totally I, respect women. I got that, an older lady thing. I'll buy it. Let's do okay. it. I totally respect women that have class and modesty. This doesn't interest me at all. On the other hand, it's better for older men to look at these photos than the ones of young girls. Well, you're awfully involved in this, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. For somebody who doesn't care, they have quite a bit to say. Yeah, yeah they really do. Uh, this is from Nihail1. I don't think rude qualities as rude if you're covered up JMO. What? There's, yeah, some typos. I think he meant nude. Okay. What's also, JMO? If you were, what is JMO? Just my opinion. Oh, oh just my okay. opinion. Okay. I keep us young. <laughs> I didn't what's know. FO, what's FO again? What's? Oh, well, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. And something about off? Yeah, it's that thing you yeah. yell at us all the time. That's true. That is very, very true. Uh, Davern55 says, I'm in. Uh, Ryan Nolan says, hubba hubba, they sent my toes to tapping in the Velcro strap orthopedic sneakers. He's that a, is hilarious. He's either very funny or of a certain age. Or, yeah, so maybe he's not trying to be funny. He's trying to tell the truth. His toes are a tapping. Oh, toes are a tapping. straps. Well, I see. Amy Try Girl says, you go, girls. So that's good. They're getting some support here. That's good. Yeah. Uh, she's electric. It makes me think of Calendar Girls about the women in England who did the same thing to raise money for cancer. It's a great movie. Just a fact says, oh, my eyes, act your age, ladies. Well, I guess you are. And before you slam this uh, as a hate post, think about what I just said. What? Yeah, I think you're way more impressed with yourself yeah. than yeah. other people are with <laughs> He's you. Right. He's just <laughs> typing like, I'm yeah. so clever right now. <laughs> Only half the people yes. will get this joke. And the last two, congratulations is long neck, says great article, and congratulations to the women. I am 82 and really enjoy the theme of the article. And the final one, Shugan X, I guess it is what it is. It is a fun calendar with a fine cause, Go a good for these women. So most of them were very yeah, positive. That's yeah, comments. that's good. That's good. I mean, it's just, I, I just, they're having fun. Shut up and leave them. Let them mm. have fun. Right? Yes. All right, we've got to take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. More news right up to this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. 
Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom Bernard is back. Every weekday, you'll hear Tommy B., Brittany Arneson. Yes, that Brittany Arneson. Along with Tom's pals, Kent Herbeck on Fridays, Bob Sansevier, Mike Stretch Gelfan, Tim Lammers, and from Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert and Kristen Burt on entertainment and pop culture. It's Tom and the crew with opinions on news, opinions on life, opinions on entertainment, and of course, opinions on opinions on other people's stupid opinions. The Tom Bernard Show is a podcast, so you can listen when you want to listen. In the car, on the way to or from work, at home, on the job site, or wherever you need your Tommy B Show fix. Hear the show on the Tom Bernard Show app in your app store, as a podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, or see it on YouTube on the Tom Bernard Show channel. In business, service is everything. Cintas delivers what you need to better serve your customers. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel for almost any job imaginable, tested and inspected fire protection systems, first aid and safety supplies, on-site AED training, or mops and restroom products stocked and ready when you need them. Better work days happen together. So visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the work day. At Easy Cater, we get it. Ordering food for work means you have to deal with this. Client meeting on Tuesday. Client wants Taco Tuesday. 19 people. Need vegan options. Our budget just got slashed. Meeting is now Monday. What about Mediterranean? Client still wants Taco. Claire has a nut allergy. Gluten-free. Under oh, budget. Flavored flavored sodas. Sodas. Tacos for a client meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back. Amy cutting all the promos now. That's all there is to it. Lyrical voice of my boss in in my ears. Is that your boss? I mean, uh, technically she does sign my paychecks. And she is. She signs your paychecks? Yeah, for my talk. Well, I didn't know she knew how to write. <laughs> no, it, good Lord, it's digital. She presses yeah. a button. <laughs> <laughs> good Lord, Tom. Yeah, you don't want to be part of this show because you get ripped on a daily basis. But other than that, everything is good, right? <laughs> uh, I don't go on social media, so I'm going to have to count on you guys and our listeners. Musk's X is the biggest purveyor of disinformation, EU official says. Do you think that's true? Yes. Yeah. Is it really a lot uh, of disinformation oh, on, on it's, there? There's, whether it's, you know, the bots and fake accounts, people just out trying oh, to troll. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. if you're going to really any social media platform to get your news, you're probably going to run into a lot of misinformation. Is that what it is on all, all, all these, these different sites, whether it's, you know, and I, 
Twitter was a much better name than X. I can't stop thinking about it. The, the mm-hmm. way you phrased that question even sounded horrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I Why agree you, would you rebrand anything to X I at know. this point? It feels like mistake. he's actively trying to cra- like just crash and burn. Well, he says all the Twitter. time I don't take feedback. I don't want it. I don't I don't like I don't do focus groups, he says. I don't focus group right. ideas. I just do things. <clears throat> Congratulations, your employees hate you and you look like an idiot. Yeah, and well, because they're about to make you pay for Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Are they really? Yeah, there's about to be a monthly subscription <clears throat> no that thanks. comes out. And there's everybody that I've talked to is like the second they say, hey, we need you to enter your card information. Nope. Delete. <laughs> like they're, yeah. I'm not paying for something that we've gotten free for no, that's ever. It's very, very true. Two headlines right next to that Musk X story. Uh, Trump lawyers say prosecutors want to silence him with gag order in his federal 2020 election case. The story right next to that one is Hunter Biden sues Rudy Giuliani and another lawyer over accessing sharing of his personal data. So, yeah, this election's going really smoothly, don't you think? No. Not a problem. It, yeah, it's going to be chaotic. It's going to be entertaining, but... No, it's, it's not. Be... I'm depressed. I'm already depressed. Well, yeah, but when you get over the depression, you <laughs> can already at depressed. <laughs> you can at least appreciate <laughs> well, the the cartoonishness of it all. No, good lord, I hate it. I, I just. So what are you depressed about? I'm depressed that this, either way, on any side, no matter what happens, this is the state of American politics. That's true. This That's good juvenile, goofy, stupid clown bull. What, I don't, what's going on? That's it's why I don't know absurd. who to vote for. I don't. Ha- I have no idea who I'm going to vote for yet. I, I, no matter what happens, I am just. I, I think we're sinking into a toilet, and I don't see Seems like the other side very quickly. Yeah, I don't know. How did we end up here? Because it, it's all money-driven. There is no question this is another money thing. <sighs> It's always it's always going to be about money, and the, the yep. money is always going to go to the same places. And I think what's stupid is that like it's not really a money problem anymore. Not more so than it was ten years ago. Right. It's it's a social problem, and the mm. way we conduct these campaigns, the way that like these politicians engage with their constituents, it's embarrassing. It's dreadful, and it makes me scared because I'm like, if this was a movie, I'd be laughing my ass off. Right. But it's yeah. not. It's right. my country. Right. <laughs> Well, look at it this way. Matt Gates, he's a Republican from Florida, I think he's from, and he's going after uh, the, the whole Republican, what's his name, Eugene McCarthy? Not Eugene McCarthy, what the hell is it? Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. That's yeah, Kevin McCarthy. He's going after him and bitching at him. They're both Republicans, but they're bitching at one another. And I think to myself, yeah, i got to be honest with you there, sir. You dated a 17-year-old. Why do I listen to a word you have to say? That Matt Gates might be the biggest prick in the United States. Find me a politician south of the border that hasn't dated a 17-year-old. Well, there is that. It's brutal out there, man. It is. There's no, it's true. You see all these different people, all these different things. I just wish RFK Jr. would dial it back a little bit because I, I just like him. You know, he's had that speech problem and mm. all the rest of it and... You know, being a Kennedy has got to be a lot of pressure on you being a Kennedy. He seems like a really decent person. He's got some odd ideas, but they all do, I suppose. Right. I don't know. I have no idea who the hell I'm going to vote for. Not a clue yet. No, neither do I. And I, unfortunately, I think that Trump will probably end up winning just because I think he's so, so popular. too. And Why that, do you think so? That devastates me because that's not 
you know, I'm a woman, I'm gay, it doesn't tend to be how I swing just because of who he puts in office underneath him mm-hmm. and who he puts on the Supreme Court. And I don't know, I, I find a strong possibility that with him in office and the Supreme Court as it stands, I might not be able to get to marry my girlfriend. No way. You Uncle think? Tom will take care of you. Okay. I worry, worry about, about it. And that's, that's like my voting politics right now. No, I understand that completely. And then on the other side, you got everybody destroying. Well, again, the point that I'm making is if they do shut down the government, they all get paid. Nobody else does, but they do. It's disgusting to me. Yeah, you shouldn't like, hey, we're all going to vote that we are not going to work anymore, but we're all going to get paid. But then everybody else that we're affecting, yes. they don't get paid. Like, they don't there's, get the that should it be. Either. It feels so illegal that that's even an option to, like, for a situation for us to be in. Governments exist to protect a population yeah. and offer services that they're supposed to offer. That's why we pay taxes. So if we're supposed to pay taxes, they're cutting a paycheck, but the people who are providing those services aren't getting paid. And what in the amazing. hell are we doing? Yeah, I know. We're getting scammed by our own government. Yes, we are. And they'll throw true. us in jail if we say, hey, you're scamming me. I don't want to pay anymore. <laughs> Good. Take me to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably cheaper rent in jail. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper rent in jail. I don't know. I wish that it just didn't get. It's again. It's all about. It's the money again. I'm sorry, but it is. I, I look over the years of my 37 years on the queue and doing this and all the rest of it. I've had Democrats and Republicans come to me and ask me if I would endorse them, and I'd have them on the show. We talk to them, and they all have one thing in common: Democrat, Republican, whatever. As soon as he got elected, I never heard from him again. Isn't that amazing? Right. So I want your help, Tom. I give you my help. I'm not saying I got them elected, but they asked for my help, so I had them on and helped them. No, never heard from him again. You stand for engaging with the populace. Yeah. So once they get elected, why would they reach out for you? Because that yeah. would be reaching out to the populace. Yeah. And you don't do that once you're elected. No, you, you don't just do sit in your office. <laughs> you don't do that anymore. You're supposed to be doing that as your job, but you don't. No. It's just, oh, God. Your job is to sign your name, and you get paid a lot of money for a it. A lot of money. Let's get back to the gold bars sewn up in your sport coat. <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> also, like, it's with the sewing up the gold bars, like, oh, in God. the suit coat. That's not, if he was really, like, in a position where he needed to hustle out the house, Wearing a gold jacket or wearing all like that's heavy. Like you're not just gonna oh yeah you know, casually walk. That's out like the a house. Thirty he's, Rock joke. Yeah, like Tracy not, Morgan wears a gold suit. Yeah, <laughs> he not, can't walk. He's not like this. Isn't convenient it, it, the least bit. Like come on, get your life together, Mr. Mendez. <laughs> Put yeah. it in art like the rest of the billionaires. Is he short? Does anybody know how yes. tall Mendez is? He looks kind kind of short because his wife is that, is that his wife? She's the, like a foot taller than he is for crazy. Yeah, she also looks crazy. She yeah. does look nuts, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Honest to God, she looks like she's out there. I don't know what the, her background is. She'd but. give Miss Mahomes a run for her money. Yeah. The, the, I feel bad for Patrick Mahomes sometimes. with his Between his wife and his brother, Like the amount of public backlash that those two people get, but he somehow remains loved by everybody. Oh, he is. He's so 
nice. And in yeah. every clip where she's just acting a fool, he's in the background going, just, oh, oh, God, I'm, oh, to keep my head down. It's yeah. sad. My favorite is they were doing some sort of like newlywed style type game. Oh, yeah. And yep. he goes, he asks her a question, hey, what's my favorite cheat day meal? And without even breathing, oh, she just no. screams out fried chicken. And, oh God! And so then he goes like gives this weird look. He's like, "No," and she goes, "Chicken fried steak." And he oh was like, "Oh my God!" And he like looks at her. He's like, "Tacos, tacos." And everybody's like, "Killer," because she's like, "Oh, so the white girl thinks that her black husband likes fried chicken?" Fried chicken, chicken, baby. Fried like, chicken. No, it's tacos, Brittany. God, yeah, that was. I remember that clip. Yeah. That was embarrassing, and you could see that that's his first thought too. Yeah, he goes like, "Fried chicken? Why'd you?" Oh, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, his father, Patrick Mahomes Sr., was a really nice guy. Pitched for the Twins. Yeah. Really, and really good guy. Was like a really good baseball player, correct? Absolutely was. Yeah. He was very, very good. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Yeah, his, his dad was a pitcher for the Minnesota Twins. I, I love guy. I love the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes because my, my grandma's, I, I call him my grandma's boyfriend. She loves Patrick Mahomes, so I always got to root for him. Okay, well, I understand that. <laughs> As long as the Vikings are never going to win a Super Bowl. As long as I live! Ugh. But other than that, don't worry about my feelings. It's okay. Let's just stay healthy so we have a shot at maybe a one win this season. Yeah. The bright side, we're going to be picking high in the draft, it looks like. <laughs> and we can turn it around for next Yeah, that's a good point. So, we got a nice draft choice there, coming yeah. up because we suck so badly. Tom, do you want to hear that uh, that fried chicken thing that they were? I'd love to hear that. Right, Who that is this up. now again? This is, so Patrick Mahomes, quarterback of the Chiefs, this is his, his wife, Brittany, they're doing like, oh, a, yes, yes. like a how well do you know your spouse type of thing. Oh, no. What's my favorite cheat day meal? Fried chicken. No. Chicken fried steak. No. And mashed potatoes. Mexican food. Uh. <laughs> That's terrible. And, and she the, had to do this, do a fried I know, it's the way she says it. fish. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. You put the accent on it and it didn't make it any better, Brittany. Like made it worse. Oh my gosh. I do hate that when people and I noticed that when I was about maybe twelve, thirteen it started. Like I would be talking to you and I'd be at this guy and so Ellie, how's everything going? Everything life is good and you're like Yeah. Devin, what'd be happening? Like, what? (laughs) Where did that come from? It yeah. happens all the time, like it does, in the service the in the service industry, because like a lot of times the back of house will like speak Spanish, and the front of house won't speak Spanish. <laughs> I had a manager once that I worked with, and every time he would talk to the kitchen, he would speak in English but have like a Spanish accent. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, that does not make them understand no, you no, no, anymore. No. It just makes you look like a complete ass. <laughs> like, uh, uh, no habla espanol, senor. <laughs> yeah, they call that code switching, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Called code switching. Mm-hmm. That's essentially that like that. just changing the language you use and the way you speak mm-hmm. to situate yourself more positively within like a new social environment. Why? People are scared to be themselves most of the time. Why like. are they? Because people get judged. Like I mean, even in like I remember when I went to NDSU. Like the black community, they, that's where I learned. Like you get made fun of if you're too dark. You get made fun of if you're too light. If you oh, don't speak with a heavy certain accent or whatever. Like no matter what, people are going to find some reason to make fun of you. So people will go, well, it's easier just to tweak myself a little bit yeah. to fit in. Carl Anthony Towns. There's if you can find this video, AJ, it, it's Uh-oh. amazing. 
he does every interview he does like he usually his normal natural talking voice is like very high pitched but he'll get into certain situations where he'll be like you know yeah the team was doing great but like now i think you know we was just out here (laughs) doing and it's like carl we we have a 15 minute video of you not talking like that like and but now you dropped your carlton voice yeah oh that's exactly that's exactly what it is is yeah he goes from carlton to will smith in like the blink of an eye (laughs) It was fun for me back in 1971 when I moved up to Grand Forks, North Dakota, KNOX Radio. I moved in with a black family. I had met them. He, he called in because he thought I was black because of the tone of my voice. Mm-hmm. So he's oh, man. I said, I gotta tell, his first name was Victor. I said, Victor, I, I got to tell you up front, I'm not black. He goes, you're not? <laughs> well, so you know where he has me go eat lunch? Want to have a little lunch the next day? Mm-hmm. Sambo's. There was a pancake house called Sambo's. It was Sam and Bo okay. got together, put their names together. But using the word Sambo is probably not a good idea in the twentieth, twenty-first century. Do you what, do you know? No, no. What's Sambo? Is that Am a, I like just a slur? Canceled for saying it out loud now. Oh, they oh back in the fifties they called black people Sambo oh, all well, the time. In that case, then I'm offended. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that probably hasn't been around. I would guess probably about fifty years. Oh, okay, Sambo. Like, Sambo? What? I never did understand what the hell it meant. No, no I, I have no idea, no. But he, we're at home, and he's cooking, and I am stirring something up to try and help him cook. And he called me the big N. He goes, big N, don't be doing that. That's my job. And there's a long pause. He goes, you know, I just called you that. So as long as we're in the house, you can call me that once, and then we'll be even. <laughs> <laughs> did you do it? No. No. <laughs> See, that's, I decided against it. Anyway. That's that's wise. Like solid I, choice. I had a, <laughs> yeah, a solid. I had a roommate that was in kind of that same situation yeah. where one of oh, my yeah. one of my black roommates like told him like, "Yep, I'll give you a pass." And then he said it to me once, like through text, and I was like, Ooh. "I will leave work right now Ooh. and then come <laughs> beat you." Your ass. Like, so well, so and so said it was fine. I'm not so and so, so you you can go call him that, but you do not call me that. Your your black friend does not entitle no, you to be not. using the end. Does not speak to the entire community. And you remember the big mistake that Dave Mordahl made? Did you ever hear this one? No. Oh, God. His son's name was Nicholas. Oh, yes. Oh, you do remember Yeah, I remember now, yes. He's in a grocery store, and Nick at the time is about seven years old. So he had a little cute name for him, and he starts yelling out because he's trying to find his son, Nick. Nickers! Nickers! Where are you, Nickers? (laughs) Oh no! That's, oh my God! There's oh Jesus! AJ over there hovering over the yeah. dump button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, N i c k e r s. Okay, that's different word. You're you're familiar with Steve Kerr, the former basketball. Oh, sure. So sure. he has a son that his name is Nicholas, oh, but he goes by Nick, and so Nick Kerr. Like obviously you can't say that name fast, and so he's getting so he That's got his, his real name. His name though. is Nick Kerr. Yes. <laughs> no. Yes, and not great, not great on Steve's part when he chose the name. <laughs> so he gets he's got hired recently to be a pro, uh, head basketball coach. So like broadcasters are like, we have to say this man's name on the air. Like we're oh. so worried. Oh god. And so he he released it got so much attention that he was like, hey, I'm deciding now to go by Nicholas instead of Nick. Yes. Yeah, you can't have a. <laughs> A, a Nick Kerr. And, and white broadcasting did a collective no. sigh of relief. Uh, <laughs> yes. I found uh, that video of 
Cat doing kind of back-to-back stuff. So the first one is him in a post-game press con- or post-game interview. Like they just he just came back from injury, and the next one is like him on a podcast. Carl L- Anthony Towns. Yep. Listen to the difference. You're, you're gonna love this. This is what movies is made of. This is what movies. This is, is what movies is made of. Four months away, I come back two free throws. Don't worry about it. I got that. Oh, it's crazy because. After all that, they took him off the court. To Same put him guy. Even closer yeah. to the locker room. So I was like, all Same right. guy. That's, why did he do that? Same guy. That's how it all is. Like, oh, but he God. does that all the time. It's so noticeable. He does? He gets yeah. pulled for, uh, like, he, he just dropped 30 points. Oh, and it's like, God. so, Cat, like, walk us through. Yeah, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we came out here with a goal. We came out here with a, we wanted to put, you know, a lot of points on the board. But, and then he'll go and he just does a random thing on Instagram. It's like, hey, guys. And like, hey, it's, it's me, Carl Anthony Towns. And... <laughs> <laughs> so it's his like, voice totally changes. He, yeah. yeah, he does like the. Why does he do that? It's so weird. It's pretty know. bad because it's not even like, you know, because I do this stuff sometimes, frankly. If I go into a certain environment or I'm talking to a certain person, my voice will raise. Mm-hmm. I start to use my, like. I'm a sweet little girl voice. I don't talk like some. I hang around lesbians, and all of a sudden, I'm like talking like this, and I get like a whole octave lower. Sure. But that's like even worse because you're going from like, yeah, man, to like almost gay. (laughs) Yeah, like it's like he's going to a nerdy, like a nerdy Urkel voice is like his natural. Hello, it is. It's a little. It's a little Urkelly. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with it, but. You just made me think of something. What? Why was the gay accent invented? The gay accent was invented. There's a documentary about this. It's fantastic. I'd love to see that documentary. Yes. Because I've always Go wondered that. Go find it. And specifically, they interview men who identify as having a gay voice, but are straight and married. And are like, I'm not gay. But I what, sound gay. And you're like, really? What is that voice, though? Why did it happen? I, you know, they kind of explore the the fact that it's like, partially genetic and accent based and also becomes socially reinforcing you know if you like sound a certain way and you're constantly around people who sound that way it's you're gonna just talk more like that so there's an accent's been around forever but has it i i don't know that's what i'm wondering and i think to some extent the answer's Yes, but it's not like it sounded like it did today. If you had a higher octave voice, you would be seen as effeminate, and so you're spending yeah. a lot of time to bring it down to sound more masculine. But like, if you're now, you have a high octave voice, and you're coming out when you're 14, because that's normal nowadays. You're you're just gonna live your life with your high pitched voice. But I have a question. I live my life with a gay ass voice. It's great. Because <laughs> because lesbians don't have a different approach to language yeah they do do they really oh yeah i've never noticed that mm-hmm. so what do they do it's it's a little like lower a little more like slang uh and it's it's kind of like you do this like thing where you make your speech and tone informal when you speak with other lesbians that you know are lesbians oh, sure, almost okay. as if it's like you're kind of like hey you're in on it so like my voice is gonna drop like an octave for you kind of okay. thing yeah. like I, I answer the phone i'm like hi no that's great oh it's you ah screw you <laughs> like yeah. that thing really yeah i was probably a lot like if you're with a group of friends talking, you're not going to necessarily change your voice, but like just the way you interact with them is different than if you're like, I have to yeah, that's true. feel out a stranger. But I was just wondering where, the, where that ever came from. But it's just, maybe it's a certain area in Europe or, I mean, the accent kind of came from somewhere. 
A little je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. That's or, exactly what I think. Yeah, or I wonder, too, because, like, you know, stereotypically gay people, like men especially, will hang out with more female friends than male friends. So I wonder if it's more like you just kind of adopt more of, like, a yeah, female. Maybe. maybe. Well, and they talk in the documentary about, like, from a biological perspective, like, why do voices get deeper? Right. Like, why, right. you're a little boy, you don't sound like, hey, you hit puberty, and right. then your body, get, body gets flooded with testosterone and your right. voice drops. So I guess objectively you could say that like maybe I have more testosterone in my body compared to other women <clears throat> or men have like less testosterone in comparison to other men and that causes like a higher pitch in voice. Does it have to do with sexuality or behavior? Uh, who knows? But... I find that really interesting though. I really do. What? That, hormones you know, and voice? Yeah, the hormones, the voice, your facial expressions, body language, all that. I find that stuff fascinating. Yeah, if you if you know anyone who's like been on you know any kind of like hormone medication, whether mm -hmm. they're changing the hormones that are going in their body or trying to mitigate certain hormones, it's crazy the physical impact that has on someone's like face, weight, speech, right, behavior. That's what I'm saying. That stuff is mm -hmm. fascinating to me. Why yeah. that happens? I had a friend, as a matter of fact, who's a very a big power lifter. And whenever, like I'm, I'm supposed to be standing right now, but I won't, when he would talk to you, like this would be me instead of a microphone, and he talks to people like this. He leans over into you because he's Ugh. very big and muscular, and he leans, and I don't know if he does it on purpose or not, but it's intimidating as a son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. But he, yeah, he leans uh. in by about five, six inches. And I don't know where he learned to do that, but it's very intimidating. Well, so what's the pitch of his voice? Does he have a deep voice or a high yeah, voice? Yeah, no, he's got a yeah, deep, deep voice. voice. Yeah, he does. Do, was he like conscious? Is it like a conscious thing where he's like, I'm going to lean in because I'm going to intimidate tell. you? Because he always does this. Yeah. So you can't tell if it's conscious or not. I have no idea. Some people are just intense. <laughs> Some people go this. We got to take a break. We'll be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contact consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com keyword partner. Have you Googled yourself lately? 
Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. For right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 to speak to an expert. That's 800-401-6681. Hey man, looking good. It's Stitch Fix. I'd like to thank my stylist for making me look so great. They always get my fit just right. They send clothes that work for me and my budget. They even found me my favorite pair of jeans. I'd like to thank Stitch Fix because let's get real. I couldn't make this style happen on my own. They just make everything so easy. So thank you, Stitch Fix. They just get me and they'll get you too. Stitch Fix. Take your style quiz today at stitchfix.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back for the last five minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I just figured we could spin the wheel around the room. we got five minutes left, so basically about a minute and 15 seconds apiece. What's on your mind, AJ? Well, I, I'm excited for the weather to warm up a little bit here over the weekend. It's going to over the weekend. Yeah, be beautiful. Like Sunday and then even a Monday yep. and Tuesday, it's going to back up in the 80s for like yep. one last final hurrah, I think, before it drops down. And then, uh, yep. so, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get some stuff done, enjoy it, and I'm sure my dog's going to love it because right now the past couple of rainy days have been a nightmare. Oh, I suppose. October 1st is Sunday, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, God, it's October already. My God. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm all about it. About what? <laughs> October. Season? I love spooky season. I'm done with heat. Let's do it. Yeah, you don't like the heat. That's true. But October oh. is a gorgeous month. Yeah. Catherine and I are talking about, you know, going out of town and doing all the stuff we try to. And the, the biggest problem you have is that I'm not a big fan of winter or spring because spring hangs on forever and it's usually pretty cold till like June 15th. <laughs> but, I mean, you get that you get that stuff from like June 20th through the rest of the year. I just love that weather. I mean, it's six and a half months of fantastic, and the other five and a half are not that great. Right? I, I didn't like that last uh, burst of heat. I'm not. I just. I couldn't stand it. No. It, well, it got up to ninety again, didn't it? It was like a hundred and two. Was it really? In, oh well, God! Like first week of September. Do you guys remember that? <clears throat> I remember it was really hot. It yeah. was like it did hit a hundred the first week of September, and I was like, "What is going on here?" So you just want to get out there in a nice cooler weather, take a little walk, do whatever? Yeah, I'm personally really pumped at a tentative agreement with the Writers Guild because I'm a big TV movie person. Right. And as we get into the fall season and you see the fall casualties, I'm really excited for some of that to be switching up for the for the better, more optimistic. I want to see Sound of Freedom, but it's not showing anywhere near my... I have to drive like 45 minutes to see it. It's not an Imagine. That's like two minutes from here. It's not. It's, oh. it's in. Let's say it's like a smaller release type. It is. Yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, usually White imagine Bear, carries those. Invergrove Heights, White Bear, and there's another. There's three theaters. It's at right now, hmm. and they're all at least a half hour from my house. 
It's like, what the hell? I don't want to drive that far to see a movie. So <laughs> I suppose they'll release it soon enough on... Uh, yeah, it'll be, a, be on streaming before you know it. I suppose, I heard it's a really, really good movie. Apparently it has some political connections that people aren't wild about or something. I don't know. It's no, I QAnon like... or some of this bullshit. I don't even know what that stuff is. I have no idea. I've seen a couple reports that like producers and <clears throat> director, maybe not the director, but people that help produce it are now being accused of doing the stuff that they made the movie about to like yeah. warn people about. Like uh, one of the producers, I think recently was just uh, accused of like groping a child like on set while shooting. What? Right. Mm-hmm. While you're shooting a movie about treating children. And bad. this is allegedly. Yeah. Was this Vice Media that was involved? Because that sounds like something that Vice Media would get itself wrapped up in. Oh, really? I, yeah. The owner of them is the founder of Proud Boys. And they still oh, are, is that right? Yeah, they're one of the major like liberal producers. So what is the name of the company? Vice Media. I've never even heard it. That's not the Vice Channel. Um, mm, th- no, right? It's not the TV station, Vice. Yeah, it's Vice really? Media. Yeah. Is it really? That's They're yeah. all by the Proud Boys? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, they seem really left-wing, right? God, that's that's weird. That's, I uh, had no idea. Gavin McInnes, he's the, one of the two founders of Vice Media, and he is also the founder of Proud Boys. I had no idea. And Fun Proud, facts! No, Proud Boys <laughs> is what? Is that, well, they hate everyone? Yeah, it's a little bit more like nihilistic. They're kind of like nouveau skinheads. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's also like the worst name for a group of grown men coming together the for proud a cause. Boys. Yeah. Uh, the proud boys. Calling them grown men is a bit of a stretch. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. All right, we got one minute, Tevin. What do you got? Um, I don't really have a whole lot. I DJed a Jewish wedding this past weekend, mm-hmm. and it was yes, the chair dance like oh, is the Havanagila. Yeah. yeah, like the one of. The best wedding traditions ever. Like, yeah. just, and it gives me anxiety every time because I'm like, please just don't drop anybody because then this whole thing is over. But no, it's always fun doing unique weddings like that. You just gave me this wonderful memory, and I can close with this. This is fantastic. Working at the queue, that was back when, uh, at the beginning, very beginning, when Disney owned it and all that. And Mark Steinmetz was a general manager. Really, very, very helpful. He was really easy to work for. I will say that about Mark Steinmetz. Uh, but uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was a nice Jewish man who uh, came and visited the town. He was, I think he was based in Atlanta, if I remember correctly. So he comes down, a very nice guy, and we're all standing around. <laughs> and Mark grew up, you know, kind of on the border of Minneapolis and Brooklyn Park and all the rest of it back in the day. Um, didn't have a lot of exposure to different cultures, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, God, I can't remember the guy's name, but he goes, I want to make an announcement before we start this meeting. I'm very, very happy to tell you that I'm going to be a grandfather. And Steiny goes, Mazel toy. <laughs> <laughs> Mazel toy? <laughs> well, maybe not, but you tried. At least you tried, right? Mazel toy. I will never forget that. <laughs> Cheers. Matzah meal. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for filling in today. It was great. You did a great job. Well, thank you. Tell your father I said hello. Oh, I will. And one of these days, you have to introduce me to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, She'd love to, to meet you, I'm That'd sure. That'd be great. We'd love to have you in. Devin, everything good? Yeah, everything's good. AJ? Yeah, you know, it's fine. All right. Fold up the tent. Talk to you tomorrow.